the highway hotline has dropped the uh, travel advisor on number 11 between Davidson and Dundur. And it's drifting snow, though, just about everywhere. And visibility is okay, but I think some icy sections will develop. We've had a little bit more fresh snow, and it's really windy. And once the commute starts to pack the snow down, it'll start to glaze over and turn into some icy spots, I'm sure. But it is uh, definitely going to be cold the rest of the weekend into the coming weekend here, too. Nothing's changing there yet. You know, November, December, with it so mild, I heard a lot of people talk about uh, attempted break-ins, break-ins in their homes, lots of vehicle theft, checking to see if doors are unlocked, and, you know, rummaging through vehicles that are left open. Theft is always a concern, right? Vehicles and homes. And there are some things you can do to make your home feel a little safer. Those ring doorbell cameras are all the rage right now. But what else? Rochelle Coots is with... uh, Brigadier Elite Security and joins me now with a few tips. Hi, Rochelle. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thanks for having me. What do you got to do to make the bad guys not want to come to your front doorstep as much? First and foremost, we always recommend that, you know, it's important to protect who's in the home. You know, the car is important, yes, but more so a person should be as equally focused or more focused on, on their family that's inside the house or pets that are left at home. We always recommend starting with the security system, which gives you some protection when you're at home and when you're gone, so you're not coming home after a vacation and someone's been living at the house. So outdoor cameras especially. I'd say doorbell cameras are probably our our top seller right now as far as exterior cameras go residentially, just because you want to be able to see coming up to the door, who's maybe ringing the door in the middle of the night. And it's really nice to be able to talk to the person on the other side of the door without having to answer it. Sometimes adults are are back at work, but kids are still at home. And it's nice for them to not have to answer the door if they don't know the other person. Michelle, let's stick to the exterior of the house here for a moment. So we typically set the cameras so that they're recording onto your property. Even though our cameras have a wide range of view, we typically set it so that just the record kicks on when someone actually gets onto your property. Rochelle, with those outdoor cameras, I bet you have a story or two of how they've actually helped someone without naming names. Can, can you share such a story? Oh, for sure. So we've done cameras for, I mean, numerous reasons over the years. We've had instances where there's been some domestic concerns. And I had a lady who was just very thankful that now she knew that No one was on her property coming up to the door again. There was some concerns with with footprints and and maybe people who had been looking in the windows, especially someone that she she felt specifically was was perhaps the target. And she was just so thankful and, and so grateful to have that extra protection. And if she heard a noise, she could look at the cameras. You know what she said, it just really helped her sleep. It used to be that, you know, people just wanted a, a couple sensors on their doors for when they're gone. Now, it's even more so the concern is when, when people are at home or um, when kids are at home especially and maybe uh, the adults are at work or haven't gotten home from work yet or are away from the weekend and, you know, the teenagers are home alone and they want to know what's happening and they want to know if they come home to a, a house that looks like it's had a party in it, you know, that they can review some footage and see exactly what those kids were up to and who was coming and going from the outside of the house when they were gone. Man, it's so much tougher to be a kid now compared to when I was when my parents were away. You probably don't 
keep any stats to this, but I'm curious, are most break-ins coming through the front and back door or are they using basement windows? Yeah, so we find, you know, from experience in the customers that we meet with, typically we find door entry is the largest entry, especially because in Saskatchewan, all of our doors have to be insulated. Um, It makes them a little bit less secure than, you know, sometimes people think. Locks are great, um, but locks really only keep honest people out. So, you know, doors are always where we start for sure, but it's always still recommended that we have multiple areas covered within the home so that if your house is the exception and someone does choose a window, you know, that you're going to know about it and, and the station is going to know about it and the police, you know, prior to them having gone through the entire house. Rochelle Kuntz, my guest from Elite Security, and uh, we mentioned earlier about uh, how popular the uh, front doorbell cams are really coming on strong. Those ring ones, they come with a subscription, though, where you got to pay a monthly fee in order to get the video service. Are you like that, too? Yeah, so typically we do a 48-month term through SecureTech. So SecureTech is the monitoring station that we're affiliated with. One of the benefits of that, then, is warranty. We often have promotions, which may include things like a doorbell camera for new customers. So it's a very economical way, you know, to get not only something like a camera, but also security, and then in turn also save money typically on your homeowner's insurance for having that alarm system monitored by a ULC-approved station. Hey, Rochelle, thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. Thanks again. Somewhere There's a big umbrella casting shade over an empty chair uh, whatever I can do to make you feel better this morning with it being so uh, cold and windy out, I'll uh, warm you up with some some music, okay? Some beach! If you could pick one beach, where would you be right now? In my mind, some of the best beaches are Dominican Republic. Or it's like Bizquick. Walking on Bizquick. Not sand, Bizquick. So powdery. Kevin Martell <laughs> joining me now. That was the last beach that I went to. It- Tropical yeah. beach was Dominican Republic, and it was uh, it was very nice there. That was right before the pandemic. Just squeeze that trip in. I'm uh, I'm venturing to Hawaii in a few weeks from now. Oh, I haven't I'm been there before. It. Yeah, I've only been once. Loved it. It was it was a good time. But uh, I wanted to ask you the Consumer Electronics Show showing off all the latest tech. What's yep. what's going to be big? What might be here in a few years from now? Uh, tell me which one of these you want. Uh, from Philips, they're showing off a, a palm recognition smart lock for your front door. No key, just flash your palm, and the door magically opens. Or would you like this uh, gravity-defying robot window cleaner that climbs like the highest windows of your two-story? If you had a two-story yeah. on the interior exterior, beautiful idea, I think. Or if you have a partner, or perhaps it's you, Kevin, that suffers from snoring or sleep apnea uh this pillow detects when you're snoring or your oxygen levels uh need adjusting because of sleep apnea and it pushes air through connected tubes into the airbags that are sewn within the pillow moves your head gently around assisting and stopping you from snoring and helping with sleep apnea that pillow will cost you 700 us but nonetheless could save your uh your marriage does it does it give you a gentle nudge 
when you're snoring, that that's what it should do, right? Well, probably a lot gentler than your partner will uh, <laughs> after they're frustrated with uh, the noise next to them. But uh, No sleep apnea for me yet. I feel like maybe a little bit later <laughs> I'll, I'll snore when I'm older. But uh, option two of that, I think, is the handy one. The gravity-defying window cleaner? Yeah, nobody likes Genius. cleaning windows. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I saw a demonstration. It's It, it, it just climbs up and down and uh, is cleaning the windows beautifully. I love it. Uh, Kevin, not so lovely outside. What's the very latest on road conditions? Yeah, they're not the worst that you've ever driven on, but certainly, yeah, it's winter driving out there. And I think we've had enough snow over the last week and a little bit where we've, oh yeah, remembered how to drive again. It's going to be a little bit slower for you this morning. Yes, a couple icy intersections and four-way stops, but I think the big thing that you might have to watch for is with these gusty winds and we're seeing like 50 60k wind gusts uh we're going to be seeing some snow drifts and so that means on your side street maybe you're opening the garage this morning maybe you have a nasty drift depending which way your house faces right in front you can't get out or you're blocking uh your driveway's blocked at home so just keep that in mind you might have to shovel a bit before you can even get out i I think the biggest factor too is just we're back to bundling up here especially the young ones uh, giving yourself a little extra time to get everyone out the door because uh, the wind chill valley this afternoon will be minus 35, worse than it is right now. And uh, yeah, school uh, will probably be indoor recess. Well, look over here. No, wait, uh, I got a dowsy over here. This is how I feel about the carbon tax issue yeah. going here right now about whether or not we will continue to get rebates, how the government, the province here is going to pay this. Oh, we're still going to pay it, but from over here, which means I'm still paying for it. It's... It's a little goopy. You're right. Goopy! Because right now, yeah, it's going to be off your bill. So you've been looking at your home heating bill, your natural gas, your Sask Energy bill, and it would have had a line of carbon tax, the federal carbon tax. Well, that should be off of your bill now. But now, if the government doesn't remit the carbon tax, you know, there are a lot of questions about rebates. We might not get as big of a rebate from the federal government, if any at all. But... If the government does still choose to pay the carbon tax, do they, yeah, do they just take it from the general revenue fund? Which, I mean, taxpayer money anyway, it's just not a line on your bill anymore. So it's 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 yeah. a whole thing right now. And as well, uh, the province is asking that, you know, this whole official natural gas distributor, they want to be that instead of Sask Energy. So they're applying to Ottawa. Ottawa has to make the decision on this. What happens if Ottawa doesn't want to rule on it? What happens if they want to rule on it in three years, take their time with it, right? That These are all questions. What if? What if? Yeah. There's so many what ifs, yeah. <laughs> okay, Kevin, I uh, think that's enough for now because I'm out of time and I must say goodbye. And you will get ready for the news now, okay? Happy shoveling. <laughs> it's not that bad right now. It's just really windy and cold. 6.58. Yeah, it's mornings like these. Uh, you start to think about heading off to a beach like Kokomo, as sung by the Beach Boys. Snowing and blowing. We didn't get a ton of snow here in Regina overnight. Maybe a couple centimeters again. Just looks a little more, depending how the wind has uh, blown it across your driveway or your morning commute. But that being said, drifting snow on the highways, definitely winter conditions uh, have returned here full time and the 
the sinking temperatures over the next few days. I'm looking ahead. Saturday's high minus 29. So uh, the cold stuff is here uh, at least through the rest of the weekend into the weekend. Let's hope it uh, gives us a bit of a break next week. But uh, we've been spoiled up until now for sure. Uh, City of Regina reminding you, you got to clean your sidewalks too, right? There's that new bylaw that came into effect, what, a year or two years ago? Can't remember. It doesn't really matter. You still are having to do your sidewalks, and they offer free sand salt mix at locations around the city, too. You can uh, see where they are at Regina.ca. Aaron Rodgers was back on uh, the Pat McAfee show yesterday talking about Jimmy Kimmel's rant from uh, Monday night when Kimmel came back to late night uh, television. He says Kimmel began insulting him back during COVID. And Rogers yesterday talked about what Kimmel did last week to stir things up again. He also quotes what he said about Kimmel to begin with. Unprompted, he comes out and says that I'm an overly concussed wacko. In my opinion, it seemed like because I believe that there was a list and that there were names on that. We fast forward to this last week. I'm quoting myself here. A lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't come out. End quote. I totally understand how serious an allegation of pedophilia would be. I'm not stupid enough to accuse you of that with absolutely zero concrete evidence. It, that's ridiculous. Rogers then wrapped up his comments about Kimmel, mentioning Jimmy's college experience and how he'd like to move on. But he stopped short of an apology. And I, I just want to point out, he he says uh, P word in this audio coming up. He's referring to pedophile. I'm glad that Jimmy is not on the list. I really am. I don't think uh, he's the P word. It's impressive that a man who went to uh, Arizona State and has 10 joke writers can read off a prompter. So, you know, my education at JUCO and my three semesters at Cal that I'm very proud of has worked out for me, and I'm glad to see it's worked out for him as well. So I wish him the best. Again, I don't give a what he says about me. But as long as he understands what acts he said, that I'm not accusing him of being on a list, then I'm all for moving forward. I got to admit, I really don't care. A lot about this feud. Even though I'm a fan of Kimmel, I really like his late night talk show. But in the end, Aaron Rodgers to me just comes off as a guy who uh, really believes he's the smartest guy in the room. Every time I hear this guy talk, that's that's the feeling I get. You could disagree with me, of course. It doesn't bother me. It's just my opinion. But uh, that's how he comes off to me anyhow. But uh, hey, really quick. How many of you remember this song? We the world it came out in 1985 and had more than 40 artists gather to record after the grammy awards that night 40 years ago uh they uh, made this song for african famine relief everyone had to check their ego out the door bruce springsteen bob dylan stevie wonder tina turner billy joel diana ross huey lewis so many others the song was written by michael jackson and lionel richie And the reason I'm bringing this up, because there's a forthcoming documentary, the story behind the song. It's going to be airing soon on Netflix. Lionel Richie remembering the process in the trailer that he and Michael went through to write this before everyone gathered. I'm at the house with Michael writing the song. He hums every part. Tapes and tapes of just layered and layered of him humming. There was tremendous pressure. Stevie wouldn't call me back. And the recording was in a couple of days. We now have a template with mumbles and no words. What do we want to do? We're talking to the world, so we have to talk this out. 
It seems so natural to say it. There's a full-on fight going on. What am I supposed to say? The clock is ticking, and we had so many disasters coming. Man, are you kidding? How did 46 of the biggest pop stars come together to record that song, The Touch the World? Well, it's a new documentary. It's called The Greatest Night in Pop. And if you have Netflix, it premieres on January 29th. Ugly on the outside, inside I'm doing my best to warm you up wherever I can with some uh, summer-like music or an opportunity to escape, at least in your mind, and drink pina coladas. Joining me now, the host of the Evan Bray Show. If you could escape anywhere right now to drink pina coladas, what beach would you pick? Is there anywhere? It, it worked, Greg. It warmed me up listening to that song. Well, we we like to go down to Acamel, Mexico. That's where that's been our destination the last couple of years. So I'll throw that out there. Do the locals know you? You are fond of it. <laughs> you know what? Sadly, in a couple cases, they do. In a couple cases, at the uh, little bar that they have just outside of the resort. The bartenders know who you are. The bartenders yeah. know who I am. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Now, you've been a little under the weather. We've missed you the last few days. I am raspy again this morning. <laughs> yeah, Yesterday that's... morning, I woke up. My voice was raspy. I feel fine. I feel fine today, but I still have this rasp in my throat. Tell me this isn't how your sickness began. Well, I hate to tell you that it, it, it is part of it, for sure. <laughs> my voice is not 100%, but uh, anyway, I figured, uh, you know, you can only sit home so long. So do you, you know what back. you had? It, was, it wasn't COVID. I I can tell you that. Is it the but, flu uh, or just yeah, a cold? Yeah, it was a bit of a combination, I would say. Okay. Well, what did your mom say? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even call mommy on this one. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're feeling better and you're clearly back for the show today. You know, I still got to take advantage of your past history here as the former police chief. And coming up a bit later on here on my show from Elite Security, uh, I'll be joined by the gang there because, uh, you know, uh, there's been a rash of uh, people talking about you know, uh, uh, their their cars being ransacked, their vehicles left unlocked largely, right? You know that from uh, your policing days that uh, if you don't have your doors locked, you're probably going to either get your vehicle stolen or uh, look through. there. Uh, and with the milder weather, even uh, at Christmas time, there's, there seems to be a lot more attempted break-ins or actual break-ins. So yeah. with that, I ask you this. Does the colder weather prevent that from happening a lot more? Or does it continue through in your well, mind? It it uh, colder weather. I mean, I would say weather generally has an effect on crime. We used to talk about that fairly frequently. So you are going to see car thefts likely go up because people are letting their cars warm up, leave them running. Maybe they're unlocked with the keys in them. So you see a different type of crime taking over. But you definitely, on a very cold night, you see less people out walking around, which means less people taking opportunities to feel check door handles and see if they're unlocked. So we do see a reduction through the cold weather of certain types of property crime, for sure. Yeah. It's no longer we, by the way. You're you're not there anymore. <laughs> hey, I, know, I can't. That's a hard habit to break. I love correcting you on that one. Well, those Ring uh, doorbell cameras are really popular. They were big Christmas uh, gifts, I guess. Again, and I'm, I'm looking into one of those, too, myself right now. But uh, more on uh, security and how to keep the bad guys away coming up next half hour. But what's up on your show today? 
I've got a full show today. Everett Hindley, who's the Minister of Health, will join me. There was a recent Angus Reid poll that shows most people in Saskatchewan are not happy with how healthcare has been handled over the last year. So we'll, we'll talk about that. So many challenges in healthcare. He's fairly new to the portfolio. So we'll get a sense as to what he sees as the things that need to be focused on first. Big crop production show too going on in Saskatoon. Quick Dick McDick and a couple of other guests joining me from the show and we will be uh, talking about some of the different not only the events that they've got going on down there but some of the great displays uh, great trade show going on at the crop production show today and tomorrow i don't think you're going to make it through the show you sound too raspy to me <laughs> i'm just predicting it now i don't think you make it taylor's on chicken, noodle soup. chicken noodle soup chicken noodle soup get your tea with lemon have it <laughs> handy beside you evan bray is back here at 8 30 thank you sir Thank you. Uh, uh, 727 now. You know, besides uh, uh, Rochelle Kuntz from Elite Security joining us for a few tips, a little later on, I want to get into this obsession my kid has and maybe yours. If you have young girls in a household, uh, say 10 years and up, the obsession lately with them and perhaps the talk with their friends is skincare. How concerned are you about this? The cost is astronomical sometimes because. Uh, they're being influenced by so much of what they see. But yeah, skincare obsession for young children right now. We'll get into that discussion a little later as well. It's 728.